Hello everyone, and welcome back to the Out of Band Show. It's been quite a long time since we've last grouped up and done one of these, but we are here, all of us. And, Yay. Uh, and we we normally do questions in these segments. Oh, do we? Well, this segment, not these. I don't segments. remember. But uh, uh, I I with my scattered mind uh, came up with the best question I could think of because it's something I've been eating way too much of. What is your favorite frozen pizza brand? Tombstone. Easy. Tombstone. I agree. I'm going to go with a hot take here. Don't, no, don't no, say it. No. Don't say it. No. Orvs. Oh. Um, mm. uh, I don't know if it, I've had enough experiences with that. I've to been, t- I've been told it's it. too soggy. But that's the exact way see, that I need my frozen pizza. See, that's the that's the best part about Tombstone. It's got a little bit more crust to it. Yeah, it's got a little, little bit more rigidity. Thing. Yeah, yeah. It's like a full pizza. Araf, Araf, what do you got? I'm a big Red Baron fan because oh, you could Red Baron because you could buy like like five of them for fifteen bucks. You can get yeah. so much of their pizza. <laughs> they don't taste that great. But just the sheer quantity of pizza you can get is unbelievable. I suppose that 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 is what I opt for in the in the frozen pizza department. Mm. We're not going for quality. We're not going oh. for like a lots of matzo pizza over here or a what do they call them at Quick Trip? The the pothole pizzas. Yeah, pothole. Yeah, yeah. I mean, why. I've dabbled in the DiGiorno dark arts before. Oh no, and no, Eric. No, listen, listen. just get delivery, not DiGiorno. <laughs> listen. <laughs> DiGiorno is a qual- like of the frozen pizzas. It's a quality frozen pizza, but, but that's the thing. It is also I'm not twice. Quality. It is twice the price of a of a tombstone. I can so get Domino's for like six bucks. Yeah. No. Well, once you include like the the fees and the delivery and you know all that stuff. I walk there and I make it myself. Uh huh. Doubt. Mm-hmm. Well, or off if if value is what you're looking for. Then I don't know if you've heard of the small pizza brand called Jack's. The but one it's with literally cardboard, a like, sheet of cardboard Jack's with tomato is sauce the on it. Worst. You can get like a pizza for like a dollar. It's crazy. I am okay. so happy that y'all hate Jack's. Can you call too. that pizza? Can you? <laughs> it's like a pop tart without the frosting. <laughs> and with that, I mean, <laughs> let's move on to the news with Ryan, but also me in the background. The news is simple, the people are not. And welcome back to the news, everyone. A lot to go on today, because CES 2022 recently wrapped up a couple of weeks ago, and so we kind of have everything going on from that to yet discuss here. First thing I want to bring up with everyone today is the color perfect fill. Yes, you heard me out. You've seen a bathtub before, and you've had that problem of, oh, I gotta turn on the faucet and run the water at the right temperature. It's such a hassle. Well, folks, Kohler has y'all figured out. Now you just use your, like, Alexa and tell it to run a bath for you, and the Kohler Perfect Fill device will fill your bathtub to a predetermined temperature of your choosing so that when you finally make it into the bathroom, you can get in at just the right temperature. You can even use the app to unfill the tub, too, because it really gets around that hassle of having to pull that little uh, plunger up 
so that your water will drain. It's a real luxury for people with a legitimate issue um, of turning a handle. So I look forward <laughs> to seeing this very pricey home electronic outfitted in many new homes starting at $2,400. Um, I could almost hire someone to uh, <laughs> turn the handle for me at that point. <laughs> I mean, uh, at that point, like, I, un I the appeal to you me... You can either get the bathtub for $2,400 or you can get Craig... <laughs> Now, hear me out. You don't actually get the tub. All you get is the faucet. No! The plunger and, like, the user interface to install. You have to provide your own bathtub. That is off. I mean, I the appeal to me is being able to, like, schedule a task for it to fill the bathtub. Like, on my way home from work or something, mm -hmm. I'll start filling it. Like, I, I understand the appeal of that. And I'm not, I'm no bath pricing expert. But like that's expensive, right? Mm -hmm. Like I'm like for a faucet that has Alexa built in, where you could probably jerry rig your own version of that yourself for much cheaper. Kohler better believe in this technology because imagine you're filling a bath on your way home and it just keeps going Floods. and the sensor malfunctions. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you get home and there's water <laughs> pouring out of your bathroom. <laughs> right. Really? I what let, let's say as a hypothetical let's say that I have the money and I want to buy two of these. Yeah. How how does my Alexa tell the difference between them? Because you know Ryan and I both know I had to rename the lamp in the living room to Jeff because when I told my Google that I need no when I when I told my Google that I needed to turn off the lights, it turns off my bedroom lights, which mm -hmm. is not what I want half the time. Yeah. So what what's to say that I don't get two bathtubs filled up with water when I only want one? That's mm -hmm. a great question. I'm hoping the Kohler IT team has figured that out. I've met the kind of people that work on those like enterprise IT teams, and they're very okay people. So <laughs> <laughs> Moving For on the viewers from at that, home, Ryan just roasted two of the four members of this podcast. <laughs> Moving away from that, though, in other news, Mark Cuban doing more stuff here, opening his own pharmacy called the Cost Plus Pharmacy. The whole idea with this thing is that they negotiate drug prices directly with the manufacturer and bypass drug suppliers. Now, a couple downsides, as you'll probably uh, soon realize with this, is that insurance companies will not cover this. Because insurance companies want you to use specific pharmacies at specific locations because they determine specific values and outcomes. So really, you are buying everything cost plus. For some folks, this will actually end up saving them money. If you're buying uh, medications which are typically, you know, you know, have been around for a long time and are run very cheap, like medications for blood pressure such as lisinopril or hydrochlorothiazide or metformin for diabetes, you could probably see some price reductions. However, uh, sir, some other drugs, uh, depending on your insurance coverage, it could actually be better value to still use the current pharmacy that you currently do. Additionally, buying drugs at cost plus pharmacy will not count towards your insurance deductible or an insurance out-of-pocket maximum. So in the event that you do need to use your insurance, all of your previous purchases will not go towards that. Additionally, since they are negotiating prices directly with the manufacturer with no supplier middlemen, they don't have every drug. So you're actually limited to a list of what it looked like about 100 to 200 different medications, um, which was not all-encompassing. So if, again, you're using something that's not super common that's been around for a long time you might not find it on that list gentlemen your thoughts medicine yes 
And with that, let's go ahead and <laughs> well, move on, on, on to on, our on, next hold on, segment. Hold on, hold on. Why? I was supposed to be in the background. You were in spirit. I had such a great article just sitting next to me. I was ready. Oh, what's your article? It's about it. it's about Squidcraft games. Yeah. Right? And and apparently there was a huge tournament on Twitch the prize pot of a hundred thousand dollars which and it was basically just squid games but in minecraft and uh and uh someone decided to ddos it pretty badly so badly in fact a small european country lost internet um uh yeah and 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 they ended up canceling the tournament, and everyone got eliminated, oh. and they kept the money for themselves. Well, it's just tragic. It's so sad. Those those squid crafters, man. What do you determine to be a small European country? Uh, Latvia. Um, what he said. The. Uh, um, Araf, hold no. Wait, wait, hold on, hold on. Araf, name a small European country. Uh, <laughs> This is just like on Jimmy Kimmel, where half the people on the street couldn't find the U.S. on a map. Uh, Greece is pretty small, right? And, and okay. it's a European country. Wow. Okay. Yeah. 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 Uh, my forehead's not swelling at all. <laughs> I mean, if you're if you're comparing it to other European countries, it's pretty mid-sized, especially if you count all the islands. But like, go off. It's it could get DDoSed. I think it could. I mean, their economy crashed once. There's nothing stopping it from crashing again. So, all right, now let's now let's move on. I did the thing. <laughs> Ryan, take us away. And with that, let's go ahead and move on to hot takes with Eric. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Hot Takes. I am your Hot Takes specialist, Eric. And uh, I just want to, th- this is a this is an open-ended Hot Takes, because I got a question. Matter of fact, I got a problem. Because, as we all know, the world is switching away from traditional cable TV services, you know, or over-the-air antenna television services, um, cutting the cord if you will, and moving on to more streaming services like YouTube TV, Sling, DirecTV Stream, etc. Um, I am one that finds less than ethical and legal ways to stream my entertainment, but that is neither here nor there. Um, but there's one big problem that I have with this whole revolution. You know, everyone's switching to whatever. I don't know if you guys have noticed, but whenever I'm watching like a live thing on on YouTube TV, I swear to God, it's like two minutes behind everyone else's stream. And I, this isn't just me. Uh, this past weekend, I was at Bailey and Ryan's apartment to watch some football, you know, as you do. Don't want to talk about it. Don't at me. Don't want to hear it. Uh, but we were watching the end of the titans Bengals game. And... I got a notification from ESPN on my phone saying, hey, this was the result of the game. Bengals win on field goal kick. 
there was still a minute and a half left in the game. And we were just watching on like, uh, I don't know if it, if it was on like the CBS app or what Owen had it on, on the TV, but it was like a legitimate source. And the ESPN app by itself takes like a minute to get the scores out. So we're effectively like two and a half minutes behind what's actually happened. I already know what's happened. Everyone in the room knows what's happened, but yet we still have to watch it. I, I don't know what the solution to this is because obviously cable being a more mature and figured out service has better support, etc. cetera. Um, they don't have to worry about lag as much, but it, I mean, if, if we want to get to live streaming TV, they're going to have to figure out this lag thing because it is not working for me. So I turn it over to you guys. Is this a problem or am I just exaggerating? How do we fix it? Uh, I think it, 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 it depends a lot on the service you use. And also, um, oh shoot, I had something good, but I completely forgot it. Uh, yeah, we, we, we have a dish, like a satellite, just in our backyard. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, I don't know why, because we haven't had cable in this house for like 15 years. But like, I don't know, for me, there's no need to live stream, or no need for like, cable you know i don't, I don't really mm-hmm. see the point of it anymore i feel like live streaming has just taken over yeah yes bailey so you know how back in the day when you <laughs> alex is currently very happy with the picture that i sent him what? i would like to i'm gonna get sidetracked here for a moment because <laughs> i would like to show you what i just said <laughs> It is. <laughs> it is a picture of Ryan staring blankly forward, eyes reddened, with the caption, "When will my husband return from the war?" Beautiful. Where was I going? Oh, okay. Okay. Did <laughs> <laughs> I screenshot that? The fact that Alex, <laughs> Alex came to my room. It's like Bailey. <laughs> I tried to keep my composure. I really did, Eric. Okay. Hmm. Anyways, so Eric, mm-hmm. you know you know how back in the day when you wanted to get certain achievements that were like time-based in your games, you'd go to your clock and you'd just change the time to be like the next day yeah, or like two years ago? Yeah. We just got to do that on our Roku. We just set it three minutes ahead and then we'll know a minute before everybody else does. Wait, why didn't you just use public television? Um, that's we are that's the public. I, I mean, Bailey Bailey's TV doesn't have an antenna hooked up to it. I, I, oh, we have that is not my TV. Excuse you. I have a smaller TV. <laughs> well, <Wow. laughs> hey, let's not compare sizes here. Come on. Yeah, it's the quality of the TV that counts. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Ryan, whatever happened to your TV? Where's that at? Uh, some girl's apartment. Oh, you sold it. Oh, I didn't know. Actually, I sold it via Owen. Huh. Yeah. The Canadian from, like, episode two. We oh, mentioned yeah. Owen <laughs> so much, he may, might as well should have just stayed. He. <laughs> Where was this conversation going? Oh, Television. yeah. Eric, what if I told you Television. that the TV had a delay, too? Well, I mean, yeah. Like, obviously, if something's being... If, like, a game is happening in Tennessee... And it goes here like that. There's going to be a bit 
of delay for like censoring and everything like that. Mm-hmm. But there's even more of a delay when you put it on streaming because the well, yeah, overall, can... all, all the overhead on the internet. Yeah. So I don't want that there. Well, but you're okay with the delay on normal television. Well, yeah, because because that's like the baseline. Like that's the fastest we can get the events that are happening. Have you heard of a radio? <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, okay. Uh, this has outlived its usefulness. Uh, let's move on to Tech Fails with Bailey. Hi there. Hey, this is Tech Fails with, with me, it's Bailey. Hi, everyone. Hello. Hi. So, uh, I don't know if you know this, Eric, but, uh, there's been a pandemic going on. No, wait, what? Uh, for almost two years Not now. in my America. Oh, yeah, in your America. And I don't know if you remember this, but in, uh, March of 2020, mm-hmm. the, uh, the stock market, they didn't really like that so much. No, they had a moment. No, no, they, that was, that was a big crash. The likes of which we hadn't seen t- since, like, I don't know, 2008. Mm-hmm. And after that, though, I think it was March that was just the bad month there. And then after that, the recovery started and we were we were back on our feet. That was a really quick recovery. And the things that led the recovery, as you might know, are tech stocks, cryptocurrency. Actually, that's about it. Just those two things. Mm-hmm. But the recovery was pretty quick. But as you as you might have seen, the uh, the market this week and the week before that, uh, have not been doing so hot. I don't know if you've looked at my stock portfolio, but uh, it's not good. Is it, is it down? Could you say? Um, you could say down. You could say down all time. Oh, um, yeah. <laughs> it's not. It's not good. Hey, hey! If it makes you feel any better, right there with you, right at yep. the bottom of. If you go in the five-year graph on Robinhood, right? We yeah, are, it's not. We not. We are bottom. Yeah, yeah we are at the, at the very bottom. Yes. Now, now I I bring all that context in. Um, just so that I can say the market is down by the dip, but that's not what I want to talk about today. I want to talk about how Ryan just briefly mentioned Mark Cuban at the start of the episode. <laughs> it did not say a word after that, except for spewing out random pharmacy terms that I don't know. Ryan, for the last two years, you have told me when will pharmacy prices go down? When will the drugs cost less? And now somebody does it, and it's Mark Cuban, who we all know and love. He is probably the most likable billionaire, whether you like it or not. And the bar is very low. I understand that. But the fact that he's actually doing it, I think is incredible. And the fact that it is at manufacturing value, I mean, plus like 10% or what, it does not even matter. It's not even close to what they price it up to. Why do we not care about that? That's what I want to know. Because it's not new. How? What do you think Walgreens does when insurance doesn't cover your drug? We buy it from the manufacturer and sell it to you at like a 20% margin. Like, mm, is it really that close though? I don't think it is. I mean, typically it depends on the drug. Like, like so Walgreens offers an in-store discount. So like, we'll say it's $150, but if you sign up for our savings card, you can get lisinopril for like seven bucks. Okay. But like Mark Cuban's thing here is so simple. You don't have to sign up for any stupid cards or anything. I don't need to manage my Walgreens credit card. But it, it I just go, go in and buy the drug. But you don't have they don't have all the drugs? 
Well, you can get almost any drug from Walgreens. You can't I mean, from Mark it's, Cuban. It's a startup, though. He they don't just take your insurance, and it's it's really here's the thing. It's not revolutionizing anything. Really, the the thing that I'm talking about is more or less the government setting drug prices or the government like putting in stricter requirements for insurance plans on coverage. As the resident political science major on the podcast, I don't I don't know if you follow any of what's going on in the Senate right now. That is not their priority, and it probably won't be for a bit. As much as I want it to happen, it will not be. So I do think that this is a step in the right direction from the private sector. Araf, what, what's your opinion on this? Ryan, I want to know. And, uh, <laughs> this time, I, wa- I don't want to hear uh, medicine. We were talking about Bitcoin, right? That That's what this tech field's about? You told me I shouldn't talk about that. We've already talked about that before, hmm? I didn't say Where's that. The, where was that, Araf? Hmm? Oh, I never said that. No, you, you're <laughs> Check the, the re- tapes. Check we the weren't tapes. recording. No. <laughs> we were, uh, uh, were talking about stocks. Yeah, stocks. Uh, uh, the only thing I've ever invested in is Dogecoin. And I'm going to be honest. <laughs> Araf. <laughs> I should have invested in other things. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you should have. Here's the thing, here's the thing. You hold on to that, give it like five years, it'll be worth something. I think the, so. The only time I invested in Dogecoin was right before Elon Musk hosted SNL. That's right. I was so hopeful, and my dreams were immediately dashed when it halved in value. It was more than half, Eric. And that is not <laughs> when you panic sell, though. That is not... Actually, I'm kind of curious. Is it higher now than it was when the SNL oh, drop happened? Probably not. Uh, let me look. I think it's been. It, it might still be lower. It might still be. It's trading at almost an all-time low now. Oh, it's definitely mm. definitely lower. Wow! Yeah. Holy cow! Definitely lower. Yeah, it's not great. Well, you can't say all-time low though. I think it's back to like 2018 values. It's all-time oh, low it's... in the last like. Yeah. It's before, yeah. It first boomed. Okay, okay, though. In let, early let, let's go back year. here for a second, though. If you really want to talk Bitcoin here, I remember watching a YouTube video last year of a snippet from I want to say like Fox Business or something. It doesn't matter. Some some economic people, and they were like just enraged when Bitcoin hit three hundred dollars back in like twenty thirteen. They're like, this is not going anywhere. And here we are at an all-time low, and we're still at what? Like, how much is Bitcoin right now? Something in the thousands still? Yeah. 20,000, 30,000? I don't know, and I, I don't know. That, that's, that's my two cents on it. I think HODL, HODL long-term. $37,400 to one Bitcoin. That's a lot of money. That's a lot of, that's a lot of monies. And with that, let's move on to story time with Ryan. The stories are simple. The people are not. And welcome back to story time, everyone. Today, we are going to recount a great story of my past three weeks here, which has been a real thrill. So for context, 
I think as of the time of the last podcast, I had I had gotten COVID. I was very sick. Mm-hmm. All of my roommates were gone on vacation, so it was just me in the apartment. Now, when I had COVID, the apartment people said that they were not going to redo our floors anymore and that they had just canceled that and we're going to put it off. Unbeknownst to myself, they showed up and were like, hey, we're going to come tomorrow. Please move all of your stuff, which our landlord had told us not to do. So then they came and ripped everything out and moved everything. There was couches stacked on top of each other, dust everywhere. The washing machine dryer still didn't work because don't even that's you insert other like eight episodes. We talk about that. Um, And it's a it's a bit of a disaster. Additionally, uh, I am in my coming up here on like my second to last year of, of pharmacy school, my last in person year right now. And so we have what are called um, like introductory practice experiences, basically, or we call them IPPIs for short. And uh, it's essentially where we go to a pharmacy site for a certain number of hours, explore what they do, you know, watch the pharmacist do their thing, count some pills, learn some stuff. It's a really great and exciting experience, except it's either A, really long, like it's 40 hours of watching someone count pills trust me it's terrible or it's like 400 miles away and i got both of those experiences in in the last two weeks does anyone know where medford wisconsin is because if you think about the distance of medford wisconsin from madison wisconsin it's a couple hundred miles it's about a three-hour drive and i didn't know it was that far away until about three days before the rotation happened so i didn't have a hotel booked so i was commuting from madison to medford back to madison then i worked the next day drove back to medford then i actually got to hang out with eric for a night that was really fun we we were trying to go to a noodles it was and um it was it was close and and where'd you end up brian we ended up at rockies yeah oh yeah but it was like it was it was a nice rockies like the 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 yeah the girl at the counter was super nice so they didn't have garden of eaton anymore though i don't know what was up with that Anyway, so go back to Medford, and then I have some other chores to run Wait, around the no, state. In, in the, be, before we move on from Ryan's yes. stay at my apartment, um, so a couple of things. One, I offered him a queen-sized air mattress and said he slept on my couch. Um, he was lovely. Wore, he didn't bring any pajamas or any change of clothes, so he slept in khakis and a tie and a dress <laughs> shirt. What's yes, new? Uh, I, honestly. Um he said he was going to leave at 6.30 in the morning. I wake him up at 6.45. Um, just, I, I, it was, it was, I mean, it was a fun, it was an enjoyable experience. I, I would have you back, Ryan. I'm just, I'm just saying. He's got a, he's got a hell of a week. Air my grievances there. <laughs> so anyway, so go back to Medford, finish up my rotation. It was great. The people in Medford are lovely. I just wish they wore their masks more. But I think that's more of a population thing and not so much of a hospital thing. So um, anyway, I have chores to run around the state. You know, uh, I know I think, Bailey, you were either like I think you were in Green Bay or maybe not. And I didn't know whether or not I was allowed to stop by and see the dog. So I just I avoided that. Besides, I wanted to go to Mullen's Cheese Factory in Knowlton, Wisconsin. I heard they built a new cheese store. So I stopped by there on my way back. Then I had to go to Brookfield because I'm going to a wedding uh, one of my friends in pharmacy school and I'm going to be a groomsman. And so they needed to do my measurements, except I had them measure me 
but I didn't tell them I was there for the wedding, so they didn't actually like note it down in the correct logbook. I have no idea how any of this works. I've never been this involved in a wedding before. Um, so then had to, well, then I didn't have to, but basically from Brookfield all the way back to Madison, it was pretty easy to just stop by my parents' place since it's about equidistance between the two. So I stopped there, pet the dogs for a bit, uh, eat some food, just kind of de-stress after trying to find I-94 West, which is not a real interstate, I'm convinced. Um, get back on the road, and then it's just that normal hour and a half drive back from my parents' place back to Madison. Pitch black. It's like 8 o'clock at night. I'm super tired. I've been driving all week and all day. Um, just going to be happy to get home. And I turn on N, which is this back country road and to set the scene for you it's no cars it's just me driving down the road it's pitch black middle of a forest and i'm just you know going along listening to some cold play just kind of like half-heartedly like singing along a little bit just kind of staring at the road and suddenly a deer jumps out from the left side or the right side right into the middle of the road and I slam on my brakes and scream at the top of my lungs as it misses my car narrowly by about an inch and a half and I slow down to about 10 miles an hour and just kind of relax <laughs> as my heart rate is super high and I, I had just seen my laugh my life flash before my eyes and I'm like, I never want to drive this road at night ever again. That's about the fourth time I've ever hit a deer on, on N. I don't know what they're doing, but they need to get rid of them. You mean deer. like gone past, not, not actually hit the deer? I've not hit them. No, I, on the last time I went to my parents' place, there was a deer just standing leisurely oh, yeah. on the oncoming direction of traffic. Yeah, you know. And I was just like, brave. Anyway. Made it back to Madison, and that was that week. And it was, it was rough. But you know what? We're back now. We made it. I don't have to drive any more than fifteen minutes away from home. From from home in Madison, that is. Mm. And so yeah, that's that's my story. Life moral of the story: don't drive, or kill all the deer. Eric, did I ever tell you about my physics teacher in high school? He would he would pose the the weirdest questions on exams and for like homework. Mm -hmm. One of which I remember being, how fast would you have to hit a deer to send it into orbit? Mm. That was a fun one. I enjoyed what, that one. What was the answer to that question? Don't remember. I think it would have definitely decimated the deer at that point, I would, though. I would assume so. Yeah. 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 So, Ryan, let me know once you get, like, a supersonic car, and I'll we'll try it out. Oh, my 08 Civic. You should see how fast she can go. Oh, my God. It does 0 to 60 in, like, 15 seconds. It's pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Araf, how'd you like the story? Araf, you, you know how I drive. I, I drive. I've never seen a deer. I live in Wisconsin. A female deer. A female, but that was a that was something. Yeah, Ray. There's a diff. No, we're, I we're haven't gonna, seen. No. I haven't seen a deer ever. And uh, well, no, no, that's a lie. I've seen deer, but I've never seen one in the road, just standing there. I've seen ducks. I've seen a lot of ducks cross the road. Oh, we know. In fact, I've oh, been know. in a car accident because of ducks crossing a road. Oh, yeah. Um, but I've never seen You've a seen deer. a fox. I have seen a fox, too, and he crossed the road. That is That, was that one you might have hallucinated, fox. though. That was five in the morning. No, no, no. no. I, I had video <laughs> proof. I, I think I still have the video, but you remember it was on the story and everything. There was a I fox. Do. So if I was hallucinating, you were, too. 
Wow. Yeah. I think the day that you saw the fox was the same day that someone tried to break into our apartment. And I remember, oh, I remember being yep. up. I remember being up at like five in the morning when you. I think uh, Ralph, did you send us <laughs> yes. a video or a snap oh, yeah. or something? I yeah, was awake ducks. at that time. <laughs> oh my! I remember. Poor Eric. Poor Eric. I was going crazy over ducks like all night. The duck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was the duck facts episode. It, it was, was beautiful. That was a good episode. Duck facts. And with that, let's go ahead and move on to the outro with Eric. Well, folks, that's our show for today. If you like what you heard, be sure to share the podcast with a friend or two. We hope to see you again next time. But until then, don't cancel your outlook events. Stay safe.